Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello writers, I'm Josiane Fortin and today I'm interviewing Dominique Luchard. Dominique is the self-published author of um, four books, right? Uh, coming up with the fifth, yes. Yes, working on the fifth one, awesome. And please tell us a little bit about you. All right, uh, well, I was uh, born in, in France, um, grew up uh, in France until I had the opportunity to study in Montreal, Canada, and I uh, went to law school in Montreal, and then um, moved to the U.S. and got my law degree in the U.S. as well, and basically always have been in the creative community, so to speak. Um, moved into Los Angeles in Hollywood and started working in the entertainment industry. Um, did uh, some film as an independent producer, directed, um, won over 50 ID awards in the creative field in advertising and marketing, and began writing. Okay, so how long have you been writing? Oh, forever, it seems. <laughs> I was a kid. I just, I just loved it. And, um, well, you know, started with screenplays and um, continued developing that, that side of the business, but uh, somehow um, evolved into writing books because you have a whole world that you can create in a book. Whereas in a screenplay, you're more limited with styles and, you know, basically, uh, what is needed to produce a film or a TV series. So um, while I developed the screenplay side of things when I was producing and directing, I also began to look at creating new world in the sci-fi fantasy arena and um, started writing the books. And this is how pretty much the New Dawn series was born. And how do you go about world building? Do you have a specific process? Like, do you have like a plan where like some software that you need, use to create everything and make sure you remember all the laws and everything that's going on? Like, how do you do it? Um, I want to say it's almost like second nature, but it does require a lot of research because when you're creating in science fiction um, a new world capable of a new, new set of laws and concept and a new model for a society, you do have to do your research because we're evolving and you don't want to be off you know, the, the beaten path and completely wrong. And as a futurist, because I do tend to look at things and the way things are shaping over the horizon, what's coming to us uh, in the next 10, 20, 50 years. Um, I dive a lot in science and in technology and in innovation. And by doing that research, 
it becomes really almost second nature when you start writing to create this world building where you look at the fundamental of how our cities are going to evolve, what they're going to be looking like, what is the planet going to be looking like in, in 2098, because New Dawn is 2098 and beyond, and um, the path that we're going to take with respect to science and with technology and um, the advances that we're going to have with implants, for instance, or robotic, or uh, basically genetic engineering, which is going to also affect the way we are, the way we evolve, who we become as human beings. And so all that has to be taken into account when I do the world building. What kind of society do I want to see? And what would be the best of humanity and the worst of humanity? And, you know, ethical consideration because of the law uh, degree that I have. I look at how do we implement some of the AI technology that we see? How do we implement implants? And what are the conditions upon which this can be a tremendous opportunity and also uh, something that could lead to our own demise? And so I look at you know, the both side of the equation, so to speak. And you said, like, I, your four books are set in the same world, right? It's a series? It's a series, and yes, it, it is set in, in the same world. Um, I am trying to build a bridge between where we are today and where we're going tomorrow in, in the book. Even though it's fiction, a lot of the... Um, as I said, the, the, the premises of science and technology is based on science facts. So, yeah, of course, there's fantasy. I mean, it's supposed to be entertaining, you know. And, uh, <laughs> so there is all the drama and the character development and, and the twists and turns and all the plots and everything and many layers. And there's AI who is basically uh, nurturing people in a way, while still um, creating a context for everything that we do in the future. So there, are, yeah, there's a lot of fun parts to it. <laughs> I'm really interested in all the, the future, what, what's going to happen. So that's why I was really interested in hearing about what you think about it. And I'm also working on a science fiction novel. It's the first one I'm writing. So that's why I'm trying to get into the tropes of what readers expect and what other subgenres like how like everything is supposed to be and how I can be creative within that world and also I'm wondering like how has your screenwriting experience um, affected I don't want to say affected but has shown into your writing um, I've been told and I think, I think that's probably correct, that my style is very visual. Mm -hmm. And so because of coming from a film background, uh, my descriptions are very visual. Um, they tend to be uh, something that you can kind of like jump in uh, almost when you read the novel. Um, and I tend to have inner dialogue with the characters because I think it's important to create the complete environment and the context in which uh, they not only were 
raised in this new world, but the, 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 the paradigms that they face when they're confronted with some of the things that we do today. Because it's a, it's a novel that spans uh, time and space in a way. It's a series that goes from the 2018 to 2098 and beyond, and we go back and forth, and then we are going to go way beyond 2098 at some point in the storyline. And so um, the characters that come back in time to implement certain things that they feel need to be implemented in our timeline are not thinking in the same way we think today because they were born and raised with an AI in the back of their mind. And so they, there is a lot of fun things that happen as a, as a result of that. How do you think that artificial intelligence will influence our work as writers? Have you looked into that? Because I tried using GPT-3 to generate some stories and stuff like that. And I, I, I would need some coding experience to actually be able to do something valuable out of it. But do you have a fear or are you excited? Like how how do you see the future of writers with artificial intelligence? I think artificial intelligence is going to completely change our global landscape. First of all, that means everything that we know today is going to be transformed into something else. And we're going to be along for the ride, whether we want it or not. And that's that. having said that, there are great opportunities for us. And having said that, there is also some challenges that we need to be aware of. In terms of writing, um, I know that today you can basically have uh, an AI put together text for you in the context of whatever it is that we put out as content and create that for you faster than you and I could be writing a chapter. Okay, but um, when it comes to the creativity level of an AI, machine learning is still very much in its infancy. So I don't think we're gonna see for the next maybe five years uh, enough of a, um, a cycle where we're going to, as writer, think, oh, the machine is going to create all the stories. It's not going to happen. I think that where we still have an edge is in our creativity as authors and as writer, because AI uh, and machine learning especially is just about patterns. And before we accumulate all the different patterns, all the different contexts, all the different structure that our mind can develop in terms of storytelling, um, it's going to take a while. And I don't think that AI is made quite for that. I think our edge with AI technology is our creativity, is our ability to adapt as human beings to build different world, different stories, different characters, different um, uh, plot. Um, and, and not to say that one day it won't be able to do that, but I think that we're 
okay for the time being. I would not <laughs> use AI as a writing instrument, so to speak, as much as I would use AI to let readers of sci-fi know about certain books, about certain new stories that are coming out so that they can be informed and they can say the next time they want to buy a book, oh, wow, I remember seeing this, let me look for it. And then AI can drive that to you as an author. I see that more than in the context of creating stories and replacing us. I don't think, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> and I heard about someone who was using AI to create social media posts. So that's yes. a way of using AI to promote yourself and do some marketing for yourself, maybe extracting some quotes from the book or whatever. I don't know how that would work, but that's what he had been doing. And so I find that really interesting. It is going to happen more and more where we're going to let the AI work for us on the marketing end. That totally, it's made for that. And I think we do need to take advantage of that uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah. yeah. And you were uh, attracted to science fiction because you like to think about the future and you like the world building. But are there on other reasons why you wanted to write science fiction? And you talked a little bit about fantasy. Do you plan on writing fantasy? Well, you know, in, in sci-fi, there is a little bit of fantasy no matter what, even if uh, you're grounded in the science and the technology and the evolution that you see happening. Um, I think New Dawn, in a way, is a mix of sci-fi and some fantasy, limited, maybe not like, not like we see in the supernatural genre, for instance, but there are some psychic abilities which relate to fantasy. There are some, um, some powers that some of the um, perfect human, as I call them, um, have developed along the way due to technology, science, uh, genetic engineering, uh, DNA uh, evolution. And so uh, that's a little bit what I call, even though it's totally feasible scientifically wise that we evolve in that direction, today it's a little bit of fantasy as well. Okay, I got you. What advice would you give to an aspiring sci-fi author? No boundaries. Okay. No boundaries. Um, this is what sci-fi is. Sci-fi is science fiction, which will eventually become science facts. As long as we maintain, as I said, some of the research and the and the um, the parallel where with where we're going today in science or in technology or in innovation, so that we're not so far off that um, it's totally not feasible. But then again, our mind creates, and then things manifest because we're always thinking. Our imagination is our platform, and so as we think of something that may not exist today, 
there is likelihood that that thing that does not exist evolves into something that will be parallel to what we thought and becomes manifested in real life in the future. Look at, look at it this way. 10, 15 years ago, we didn't have driving driverless cars. Today we do. Um, but it was thought way before in sci-fi, in science fiction. So now we, we know that science fiction really becomes science facts as we evolve with the knowledge and the technology and the research and all those wonderful and Incredible scientific and technological mind that we have all over the planet. I mean, that's that's our power. That's our superpower. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, do you tend to present like the evolution of like all the computers and stuff like that in a good way or in a bad way? Because some authors will say like AI will destroy us and they will have like. Uh, very bad stories, like very dark stories about how computers are going to destroy us and others, like they say computers are going to be great and we're going to have like so much leisure time. What, what side are you on? I'm on the balance side. Like anything that is human, we can go to extremes, right? We can, we can go way into the dark side or way into the light side. I think that human being as we are today have the ability to maintain uh, some kind of a, uh, a balance when it comes to AI and when it comes to artificial intelligence. We know, for instance, that um, in the AI arena, uh, scientists have put together some computers and they discovered in a room that these computers started talking to each other excluding the human element. So we know there is the capacity for AI to way bypass us. Whether we can create some context or some form of security to maintain somewhat of a control over AI as we develop it in the future is where we need to look and where we need to see how define our ability will be to maintain our influence on the machine rather than having the machine start influencing us. And I think at some point in time, we may be able to get into that balancing act where the machine is there to, to support us, to help us, to uh, grant um, more information that we may need in the context of our lives to maintain our infrastructure, to do the things that are mundane things, tasks that are repetitive, that we don't necessarily want to be involved with. And yet we keep some kind of a control over the activity of the machine as it interferes with our lives, with ourselves, with our being okay and i'm wondering how do you promote your books uh multiple ways um uh public relation is a big thing i think it works well and it has a tendency to um build a, a wider range 
social media, like most of us do as authors. We try to be on the different platforms. Um, okay, I don't know about these platforms. So can you get more into details, like what they are, what you do on them? Well, you promote in in a way of storytelling. I think on the platform, the platform, you know, I'm talking about social media networks, those platforms that we have with Twitter, with Facebook, with uh, YouTube, with um, uh, Pinterest, uh, Instagram. Um, so it's almost like today we have to be everywhere. This is where I want to get, once again, AI is going to be great for us because we're just going to tell it, hey, promote this on this platform, this platform, this platform, this platform, and it's going to do it for us. We're not quite there yet, but but it's coming. And, and so there's that. There's also, uh, well, before COVID, obviously, because we've been mostly, I've been mostly away from everybody over the last year because, and doing a lot of exactly what we're doing, podcast or, you know, meetings via video and, and via the internet. So um, there is podcast. I've made appearances on television. I've had you know, different things that basically work as a whole to increase the visibility of the book. And I have to say, I have not been as active as I should have been with the first book. Um, I was busy writing the second book, you know, and and so now today with five books, I see that there is a demand for much more uh, activities over all these social media platforms, the book platforms, all the things that you know an author needs to have, and and it's it's about building your own infrastructure basically, and so. Uh, I do a lot of that. Um, it's about probably two to three hours a day. And then the rest of it is writing. So I kind of like, you know, balance that. And usually I write for about four hours. So that's, it's a daily thing. It's every day, you know. Yes. So have you completely stopped your screenwriting practice? Are you 100% in novels? Right now I am because the purpose of these novels is to create the series and the films. And so now I have not stopped the screenwriting, but the focus has been to create enough uh, volumes in the novels to be able to sustain something that will be more long-term. There is nothing worse as a sci-fi lover because I watch everything that is sci-fi to get involved with characters in a series and after three years it's gone. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, I just, I want to continue loving the characters and loving the plot and just being involved in this. And so sometimes I find that there's not enough. And so uh, I think a series is where it allows us the range to say, you know, of course, it can be boring. It can be repetitive. It can be. It can be so. Oh, I've seen it before in the first episode of the first year or the third year or whatever. But it has to have an evolution that maintains the story in its um, in its inception in a way. So you bring always something new to the table. Do you plan on doing like a, a TV series or it, it will be movies after movies? Like what, how do you want to transform it? 
I would rather have a TV series, to be mm -hmm. honest. And the reason I, I said that is because in a film, there is only so much character development you can do. And sometimes a film cannot convey enough about the backstory and the characters because you're limited to 90 minutes, unless you do a sequel and sequels, which is different then. But, but a television series, especially at the level of quality that we have today, um, can be so much more rewarding because you have the ability to really dive into the characters, into the twist and the, the plots and the, the, the layers that build your world. Yes. And so you're working on the fifth book. Is that coming out soon? Uh, reboot is supposed to come out um, second quarter of 2021. Okay. And then afterwards, do you already have book six planned or uh, do you want to do something else? Six and seven are already written. It's just okay. a matter of now editing them, <laughs> which <Okay>. takes more time. <laughs> You're really productive. I try to be, I try to be, and I love what I do. So it's, it's an easy thing. You know, when you're passionate about something, it comes naturally almost. And it's like, oh, I've got to write this. I thought about this thing. <laughs> you know, I'm going to put it on the page. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. So if people want to know more about you, about your books, where can they connect with you? Uh, they, can, they can go to windowmedia.com and uh, just put author and then under author you will have all the books and you know so it's windhammedia.com and then slash author okay i'll make sure to share the link in the show notes yeah. thank you so much and, and if yes and if uh, they need to go straight to uh well my name is more complicated this is easier <laughs> But I'll share also your website on the show notes so they can find your social media too. So make sure to check that out. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you, Josiane. Thank you very much. And it was a pleasure meeting you and being here with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 